Welcome back to the Teach for the Heart podcast, where we tackle teaching challenges from a biblical perspective. Why are we here? Because we don't believe that our spiritual walk and teaching profession should exist in two separate domains. Rather, the hope we have in Christ should change how we approach everything, not just at home, but at school as well. So join us as we explore both the spiritual and practical sides of key teaching challenges, integrating them together so we can succeed at teaching, glorify God, and make a lasting difference in our students' hearts and lives. This series has been about how to finish strong, strategies for making the final weeks count. We've talked about things ranging from, you know, how do I even deal with the last weeks of school and make it, to how do we use this time wisely to finish well with our students, to strategies for packing up and organizing our classroom. And then last week, we talked about how we can take a little bit of time intentionally to reflect on the previous school year and make some plans for the next school year. This episode I'm really excited about is about how to plan our summer time. Because I don't know about you, but sometimes the summer goes so fast. I shouldn't even say sometimes. Every year the summer goes so fast. And before we know it, it's time to head back and Sometimes we feel like it was a great summer and other times there's this disappointment of, oh, there were things I wanted to do or I feel like I didn't get to the rest I wanted or I didn't get to do the family time I wanted or I didn't get these, you know, work done that I wanted, whatever the case is. It can, if there's not some intentionality, it is done before we know it and sometimes there's some things that we didn't get done or we feel like, oh, I didn't quite use the summer in the way that I wanted to. Some of that's fine, um, but sometimes it really could have been better if we would have put in some intentionality. There's that word again. So it's so valuable to take a little bit of time, doesn't have to take long, to plan our summer and ensure that what matters to us actually happens. So I'm going to share with you four steps to create a summer plan that's going to give you an amazing summer that focuses on what is important to you. And that's the key. What is important to you? So step one is consider. Consider what your priorities are. So ask yourself, what is important to me this summer? What do I really want to experience or do or feel? Okay? And there's no right or wrong answer to this. But but ask yourself, what is important? What would I really like to do? And there's three areas I would encourage you to think about this. First of all is personally. So for myself, what do I want to do or experience or feel? Um, so personally, my spiritual growth, my mental or physical health, my hobbies. Maybe I just want to really prioritize rest. What does it look like personally? What what things are important to you just for your own individual self? Second area to consider is relationally. What relationships do you want to foster and pour into this summer? Whether it's family relationships, friends, um, whatever. What relationships are there that are important to you that you want to prioritize time for this summer? And then number three, professionally. Um, are there areas that you want to improve or go take a PD course on or get training on? Are there certain projects that you really want to prep over the summer to make your life easier next year? Just think about that and jot them down. So personally, 
relationally, professionally, and then just anything else, anything else that you really would love to see happen this summer. And I will say this step one is kind of a brain dump. Um, You can put down anything that comes to your mind because step two is to prioritize it. I say this all the time in our time management course, Reclaim Your Time 101. I say if everything is a priority, nothing is. (laughs) So there's this temptation to say, okay, here's my list of 25 things that I want to prioritize this summer. But if you're trying to prioritize 25 things, none of them are really prioritized. It's too many things to prioritize. So what we're going to do in step two is think through what is most important. So in step one, we jotted down all the things that we'd like to do or feel experience in all these different areas. So now we say, okay, what do what is really, really important? If I could only accomplish or, you know, have whether whether it's you know specific things I want to do or goals I want to achieve or just, you know, I want to prioritize rest, whatever it is, if I could only accomplish a few of them, which ones are most important? That's a really key question. And as you prioritize these, you can do it in a couple different ways. I mean, you could number them, one, two, three, four, five. What I'm going to recommend, though, is kind of do them in tiers. So I would first look for, like, what are your top three priorities? So you don't, like, can just say, these are my level one priorities. These are the, the biggest stars. If I could only do three of these, what would they be? And remember, don't look at all three areas, right? You don't have like all, ideally not all three of them would be personal or all three of them would be school. Ideally, like there'd be a little bit of mix and match between the different categories. Um, But regardless, it really is up to you. Of all of these, which three are most important? Give them the big star and kind of like a number one, like this is your level one priorities. Then say, okay, let me pick another three. I'm going to label those like number level two priorities, okay? So these are my second priorities. And then maybe like a final set of three as like these are my level three. You can keep going if you want, um, depending on how much time you have in your summer and how big of things you're putting on there. Um, you might have time for more. Um, but the point here is we're getting really clear on, okay, which where do these fall in priority, right? If I can only do my level ones, I want to make sure at least those happen, right? And then if I kind of like the rest are like, if I can, if I can, if I, if I can, all right? And there might be some things though that as you go through, you realize, you know, this really isn't a priority. It's a nice to have, but but it, but it's not. You might even cross some things off. Like, I'm not going to have time for this. Just exit out. And I think that's particularly, I will say, I think that's particularly important to do with the professional side. A lot of times we come in with like this mile-long list of things that we want to do in the summer for work. And just ask yourself what's realistic. Some of you have lots of time in the summer and you love getting tons done in the summer. It makes your whole year better and you know this is realistic. I can do this. Go for it. That's great. But sometimes that's not the case. Sometimes we say we, you know, we get over eager and say, I'm going to do all of this, but I'm kind of dreading it. It feels like too much. And then we just procrastinate it. And then it's a week before school start and we didn't do any of it. And then we feel defeated. And that's what we want to avoid. Okay. So be, pay, be particularly brutal with your list of school things and, and ask yourself if I could only, you know, 
if I could only do one of the, like, what is, what really matters? And then get clear on, like, what is not so important, right? Where it's, it'd be nice to get to this, but I really don't need to. Having that priority in your head of what, what I, I have to get to this, I don't really need to get to this, is so helpful. It makes it feel so much less overwhelming. It increases your chance of actually getting done. If you identified one or two things that you really, really want to get done, it increases your chance of actually doing those. And it sets you up so that you can come back feeling good about what you did get done rather than discouraged that you didn't finish your whole list that was never realistic in the first place. So be especially brutal with your list of professional things that you want to do. Okay, so, so far, step one, we've considered kind of a brain dump. What's everything I'd like to do personally, relationally, professionally? Step two, we've prioritized it. So we said, okay, you know, what are my level ones? What are my level twos? What are my level threes, et cetera? Step three is to schedule it and schedule it now. This is so important and so valuable to actually say, I am going to put time in the calendar for this. Now, there's a couple different ways that this can look, and we'll talk about some different ideas. Um, But as you're doing this, first tip, start with level one priorities. So those three things that we said, these are level one, I had the huge star, get them on your calendar first, okay? Get them locked in, make time for those, before you worry about level two. So get those in, make sure they are prioritized. Then say, okay, now level two, now level three, if there's time. And you might get to level three and say, you know, I don't really want to jam pack my schedule that much. I'm going to let, I'm going to let go of my level threes. Totally fine. Um, because you've got your number ones and you got your number twos, whatever. So just the whole point here is intentionality. There's, there's, if we just let the summer flow as it flows, um, then we're not getting to choose what's important. But by doing this, you are choosing what's important. And that by necessity means choosing to not do certain things. So that is totally part of the process is letting go of things or saying, I might not get to this and that's okay. But the value is in getting to choose what you're doing and what you're kind of letting go of or just saying, you know, I'll just let that fall by the wayside if needed. Okay, couple tips. Number one, as you schedule, you don't necessarily have to know exactly what you're going to do. Just get it on the calendar, okay? So for example, if one of the things you said was, I really want to prioritize um, time with my kids, you might not know what you want to do with your kids right now, but you could say, okay, I'm going to, you know, Thursday afternoons are going to be for just an outing with with my kids or one-on-one time with my kids. I'm just going to block off Thursday afternoons for that priority. Um, or you might say, you know, we're going to plan a weekend trip. I'm just going to let, let's just say this is the weekend we're going to do. I don't know where we're going to go, but we're going to go on a trip and I'm just going to kind of pick the dates. Um, there they go. Okay. So just putting something down and say, same thing works for a whole bunch of other goals. Even if you're not sure how you're going to accomplish it yet, putting the time in your schedule or on your calendar dramatically increases the chance that you will find then a solution because the time's already there um, and that you'll be able to make progress on it. So that's tip number one. You don't have to know exactly what you're going to do. You can still put the time there even if you're not sure exactly what's going to fill it. Number two, if it is on your calendar, you're not tied into that date. 
you can always move it, okay? So that's another thing that if you're scared, like I can't put a vacation on my calendar, or I haven't, you know, checked in all these 500 things, you know, just get it on there. You can always say, okay, I'm gonna move this. It's actually a lot easier to move something that's on your calendar than to put something on there in the first place. So that's why I say, just put it on there, even if you have to move it, because if you don't put it on there, then you can go, you know, four or five weeks without even thinking about it, and now, you know, now it's, too late okay so put some put time for your priorities on your calendar even if you don't know what they are even if you're not even sure that's the best date you can always move them okay here's another tip some things will make sense to schedule for a specific day other things will make more sense to be recurring okay so in other words if you say i have this you know, project that I want to do for school. I really want to get this done. You might say, you know what? I just need three hours for this. So I'm actually going to look at my calendar. I'm going to pick a date. I'm going to schedule time. I'm just going to block it out that this is the day I'm going to work on this project. And I'm just going to set, you know, I think it'll take three hours. I'm going to give myself an extra hour. I'm just going to get this on the calendar. Okay, so that's like a one-off thing. I'm doing this one time here. Other things that you might say, no, it's actually better if this is recurring. I would like to work on this. I would like to work on this gradually over the course of the year. I want to work on this, you know, for an hour a week. And I'm just going to kind of put that into my schedule an hour each week. Um, or like I said, I want to, I want to um, you know, work on my health. So I want to exercise you know, three times a week. So I'm gonna put, I'm gonna figure out when I'm gonna do that. So just keep that in mind. Some things might be a one-off. I'm gonna do this one time. It's on the calendar. Other things might be recurring. And then my final tip here is you might consider creating an ideal week schedule for the summer, um, or at least the weeks that you're home and not doing anything major, um, with recurring activities each week. Uh, here's what I mean by that. If you find it, it, sometimes it's helpful to sit to kind of theme your week a little bit and put some recurring events just in your week. So if you find you have a lot of things that are recurring or that you'd like to make recurring, you might just want to think through, okay, how would I ideally structure a week? You know, maybe Mondays are for family. Maybe Tuesdays I do a little bit of work. Wednesday is a totally free day. I can do whatever I want. It's just open-ended. You know, Thursday I want to rest. Friday, you know, whatever. Do you see how you can kind of theme your days or it doesn't have to even be like that. It could say, you know, Friday mornings are for this. This is for this. I want to do, I want to grab lunch with a different friend every Wednesday. You know, just putting some recurring, like kind of thinking through what would a, what would my ideal week be? Um, and then of course it can vary from week to week, but kind of thinking through what would be an ideal week that I can kind of make a pattern through the summer might be helpful. It might not be, um, but it might be depending on your situation. Okay, final thing here. I just want to share a couple examples. I've already given you some examples, um, but just just a few more. Um, let's say one of your goals is to read books. You might actually plan when you're going to read books. You might say, Thursday afternoons are my reading time. I'm going to take two hours on Thursday afternoons to just read. Uh, maybe you have a school project or a PD course that you want to go through. You might say, uh, Monday mornings are going to be my time to work on my PD course or my school projects. Or you might say, you know what, I'm going to schedule a work sprint for July 13th through 15th. And I'm going to work really hard those three days. That's going to be my work sprint. I'm going to get this whole project done then. Family time. Um, schedule the when. And you can work out the where later or move things around as needed. This is something we've done with our kids where we've scheduled one-on-one time in our calendar. It's on the calendar. And then when it's coming up, we say, okay, what do we want to do? So getting that on there can be really, really valuable. 
All right, let's review where we are. Step one, consider what is important to you. Step two, prioritize it. Step three, schedule it. So I've shared a lot of ideas. Once again, remember though, the key in scheduling is start with your number ones, make sure they have space, then number twos, then from there. And at some point you might say, Mm, this isn't as big of a priority as I thought because there's not space on the calendar for it and that's totally fine. And then step four, share it. Share your plan. So share your goals and your plan with somebody. It can be um, if if you um, do have a spouse or kids, those are great people to share it with. Um, if not, share it with a friend. Um, tell someone about some of your goals and some of what you want to do. This does a couple things. First, it helps cement it in your own mind when you share it. Now it's like, okay, like I'm doing this. I told someone. And it provides them that little bit of accountability as well. So highly recommend sharing your plan. If you want to share in our Facebook group at teachfortheheart.com slash Facebook, we'd love to hear your plan there as well. I think it would be a huge encouragement and help, but definitely also share it with someone that you know in real life. Now, before we go, I want to give you a few ideas and suggestions for some courses and resources that you might want to incorporate into your summer, of course, totally depending on your situation and what your needs are. But especially if in last week when you did your reflection, you identified some areas that you wanted to work on, some of these might be really helpful. Um, so first of all, I want to mention RPD courses that we have available to help with four different areas. Um, so classroom management, student motivation, time management, and then number four, just anxiety, trusting God, and staying positive as a teacher. Um, so we have courses for all of these. Let me move backwards. First of all, Teach Uplifted is there to help you renew your passion for teaching by finding joy and peace in Christ. So if you feel like you want to reconnect with God and learn to trust him more, Teach Uplifted is perfect for you. Um, Men is Beyond Classroom Management is our student motivation course. It's there to help you implement strategies um, to help inspire your students to care about and pursue their own success. Um, third is Reclaim Your Time 101, um, where the goal is to cut three to five hours off your work week without sacrificing your effectiveness so you can stop feeling stressed and regain time and energy for your family and your personal life. So if that's been an issue, Reclaim Your Time 101 would be super helpful over the summer. And then fourth, classroom management. We actually have two different courses. Our signature course is Classroom Management 101, which helps you design and implement a classroom management plan that works so you can stop being frustrated by student misbehavior. Um, that is available, Classroom Management 101, at your own pace. But then this summer, we're actually also doing something special that also helps you create a classroom management plan. It's really a lot of the same content, but in a different format. So in this is called Your Smooth Running Class. And in Your Smooth Running Class, we're actually walking you through it um, at the same schedule. So that's really the only difference. We walk you through the entire process in both courses and there's mentor support in both courses. But in your smooth running class, um, we are helping you week by week. So for example, in the first week, everybody is writing their classroom expectations. In the second week, everybody is writing their classroom procedures, etc. So if you feel like having a schedule works better for you and doing it at the same pace as other people, um, if you like that kind of extra layer of accountability and camaraderie, then your smooth running class would be absolutely perfect for you. We're going to link to all of these in the notes for this episode at teachfortheheart.com slash finish. That's teachfortheheart.com slash finish. Or if you Google the names of it, if you just put in teach for the heart and then the name of the course, they will come up that way as well. 
A final thing that I want to recommend to you is if you are looking to develop your spiritual walk with God, Teachers in the Word does amazing Bible studies each summer with teachers. So if you're looking for a Bible study to do over the summer, would highly recommend um, just search for Teachers in the Word. We'll also link to it at teachfortheheart.com slash finish and check out their Bible study for this summer. We hope you've enjoyed this series. Let's take a moment to just pray about our summers coming up. Father, thank you so much for the rest that you offer us in the summer. I pray for each teacher now that you will guide them into the summer that you would have for them. Teacher, take just a moment to talk to God about the summer and invite him to be in it and to guide your thoughts as you plan your summer. Father, we thank you that you are with us. We do ask your blessing on this summer that you will direct us into what you would have for us. Make it a time of refreshment for these teachers. Encourage them, build up their spirit, and um, prepare them for what you would have for them. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thank you guys again so much. I hope you've enjoyed this series. If you have, um, you can do two things to help us out. One thing that you can do is to leave a review of this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts, whether that's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen. That will be hugely helpful. And if, by the way, you're not subscribed to this podcast, if you're just listening to it on our website, you can subscribe to the Teach for the Heart podcast in Spotify or Apple Podcasts so that you'll automatically be notified of new episodes as they're released. You can also share this episode with a friend um, by sending them the Teach for the Heart podcast or the link to this post, which is teachfortheheart.com slash finish. One final announcement, we are going to be taking four weeks off from this podcast, so we hope to give you a break, give our team a break, and just to kind of enjoy the summer a little bit together and the time away from thinking about school. But then we hope to be back, Lord willing, July 10th with a brand new series. I'm really excited about uh, what we're going to be doing in that next series, so can't wait to see you then. In the meantime, teacher, remember, God is at work in you and through you, and he's using you to make a difference. Keep your eyes on him and teach for the heart.